0: Hey everybody, it's your buddy's pal Anthony, and today we're talking Batman Beyond the White Knight. This is the fourth volume in the White Knight universe that I've been going through with you all, and it's set ten years after the events of White Knight Presents Harley Quinn. We find Bruce Wayne still sitting in prison after the events of Curse of the White Knight, and half things gotten better in Gotham after he sacrificed his secret identity, his wealth, his company, everything to give it back to Gotham and the people. We're going to find out. Spoilers after the intro. Steve, hit it please. So, to answer that question I just posed, unfortunately, no. Bruce Wayne doing everything he did at the end of the White Knight story, the Curse of the White Knight, to give Gotham a better, brighter future by sacrificing his wealth, his secret identity, his company, all of that, to give it back to the people, to fight against the elites of Gotham. Ultimately, it doesn't work out. It looked like it was kind of working out in Harley Quinn from what little we saw of the larger Gotham City in that story. But in this one, we find out that Unfortunately, no, it was all for naught because Gotham is pretty much a police state being secretly run by the GTO, which has been corrupted by none other than Derek Powers. He's used the GTO to turn Gotham, like I say, into a police state where he is more or less running things behind the scenes. And we start this story with Terry cave diving to get into the back cave with Derek Powers talking to him in an earpiece. He's having Terry do this because he is after something that Bruce Wayne built, he's after the final Batsuit that he designed, and when we finally see it, it's going to be recognizable to all of us instantly, because it's the suit that Terry famously wore in the animated series Batman Beyond. Now, why does he want this suit? Well, Ultimately, we're going to find out that Powers is t- was more or less the Lucius Fox to Bruce Wayne's Batman. It's revealed that he designed any number of Batarangs and Batmobiles and Batplanes and Batwings and everything else under the sun for Bruce. And he's taken all this knowledge, all this Bat-tech. He's used it to beef up the GTO to an even crazier degree than the last time we saw them. They actually now pretty much look like an army of Batmen, as Bruce Wayne comments when he sees none other than Dick Grayson in one of these suits, still working for the GTO and acting like a first-rate thug. And I have to say that actually, where we find a lot of our Bat Family characters in this initially, frankly, it pissed me off. I was worried that the love affair with the White Knight universe was going to come to an end because, you know, at the end of Curse of the White Knight, Bruce has done things to get Jason Todd, who we find out earlier in that story is still alive. He's done things to get Jason Todd to become one of his um jailers while he's oh, at the time while he's awaiting trial and we'll find out he's been one of his guards the entire time he's been imprisoned bruce actually does what he would have done in the greater dc universe which is he decides on his own that the rest of the bad family is better off without him and you know he's this terrible uh it's terrible terrible blight On the family, on he's what has he done to all these people? He's brought them into his darkness, blah, 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 things of that nature. It really pissed me off because, like I say, where he was at the end of Curse of the White Knight, where we see him in Harley Quinn, he actually seemed to be in a better place. Like, you know, in Harley Quinn, I know I didn't really mention it much in my review, but in that story, he's like her sidekick. He's he's her cheerleader. You know, she he's encouraging her and the Relationship that they hint at throughout the first two books seems to be progressing even though he's in jail and at the end of the curse of the white knight he has a heart-to-heart with dick and barbara and then you know they leave us thinking he's going to have one with jason but now we find out that 12 years after that story at some point he decides to just shut himself down he never talks to jason even though he sees him every day because like i say he works for the prison system he never really talks to dick or barber again we get the impression and then we're even going to find out that he isolates harley quinn who actually he married because during all the scheming powers was going to have harley testify against him and get his prison sentence extended because when the story starts he's actually close to parole but powers can't have bruce wayne out there he you know can't have him finding out what he did to his company Bruce and Harley decide that they should get married because spousal privilege will prevent Harley from having to testify and screw over Bruce even more. And you'd think, oh, wow, that's cool. They must keep in contact after that. You know, they're willing to do that. He's willing to get married to her, all this other stuff. Nope, he shuts down. So again, like I said, I really thought the love affair was going to come to an end. However, do what I did, give it time, keep reading, and you're actually going to be really pleasantly surprised. As I've mentioned before, I feel like this is some sort of continuation or very adjacent universe to the animated series universe, and I can't explain why, but it continues in this book and they do that by continuing borrowing, excuse me, they do that by borrowing some of the elements from the animated universe's films. Case in point, in this one, the Joker, Jack Napier, he comes back, he's actually very prominent throughout this whole series, And it's a little bit of a uh, groan moment. That's one of the things I thought the love affair was going to end. But I end up loving it. So it turns out back in White Knight when Napier turns the GCPD and Gordon against Batman and they have that big fight. Turns out that when Joker had the upper hand and Batman had uh, collapsed and passed out from the injuries of the fall and also from the fight. Napier took that time to implant a chip in Batman's brain that would activate when he was in trouble. I mean, just saying it again now I'm like okay, wow, this should actually I should hate this book or at least this plot point. But I got over it real quick because just seeing Napier back again and the dynamic that they have is just it's just fun and it just kind of works. So Napier is pretty much kind of his Alfred because he's able through the chip to interface with computers and stuff. He's able to, you know, be Batman's man in the chair and his interactions ultimately he'll be able to interact with Harley and some of the other Bat family members and it's just it's just fun. It and it ended up working. And speaking of the Bat family, everybody starts off in a much darker, much worse place than they're left last time thinking that they would end up. Turns out Barbara and Dick did get married. They had a kid, but now they're estranged because Dick decided to stay loyal to the GTO and Barbara, you know, she's ultimately continued to, with the GCPD and now she's commissioner. She's arguing with Dick saying, you know, how Gotham's in the way it is, it's a police state, you guys are like a private military, he doesn't want to hear it, he's made Gotham safe, he's succeeded where Bruce has failed. You know, there's a lot of unresolved father-son issues there. If only somebody had talked to Bruce, or if only Bruce had talked to Dick while he was in prison for 12 years, right? Maybe some of this could have been avoided. Jason on the side actually has been going around as the Red Hood, and he has his own Robin. So that's an interesting turn of events, one that's explored in a spin-off series that's uh, beyond the white knight presents red hood there's also another spin-off series that's going to seemingly focus on joker's kids called generation joker i'm very excited to read those because it's more time in this world back to the main story derek wanted the final bat suit because he just wants to copy more of the tech and he wants to ultimately sell this tech to the to the military he's always wanted to have military contracts and bruce apparently fought him on that tooth and nail and he's been playing the long game by showing what the batman tech could do to make Gotham safer and now he wants to take that to a nationwide and ultimately a global level it's teased that he's doing this because we're under th- we America is under threat of invasion and he hands Terry a tablet to show him what he's talking about we never see it and the entire time i thought it was just some bullshit that he was spewing to get Terry on his side because you know even throughout the book he's just manipulating Terry most of the time Leading him to believe that ultimately Bruce Wayne is somehow responsible for the death of his father. So we have a uh, Batman Beyond versus Batman moment, although he's not calling himself Batman in the series. Bruce Wayne, who's broken out of the jail because he's seen on the news how there's a new Batman in town and he recognizes a suit, he decides he has to stop it. He won't let anybody call him Bats, Batman, anything. He will let Harley call him that, excuse me. But the Napier brain clone, or whatever you want to call it, the Napier program that's in his head, is constantly referring to him as Bats or Batman, and he hates it, he tells him to stop it, knock it off. There's also some added tension because while Joker's son, they kind of write him as kind of meek or just like not really wanting to explore things, not really having a hard time, not really grappling with the fact that the Joker or was in some part his father. Harley and his daughter, on the other hand, she's completely off the rails. She's, you know, walking around just like... fully embracing, I'm the Joker's daughter, not to say she's a villain, but, you know, maybe it's just, it's just misguided teen shit ultimately, but, you know, she finds out that, uh, Harley actually had to kill Jack to save Batman, and, you know, that was never known to them, so when she finds out, she gets pissed off and storms off, so part of the story is also they have to find uh, Harley and Jack's daughter, who, of course, has made her way to be Derek Powers' prisoner, although she's not his prisoner at first, ultimately she is, Another element that they incorporated from the animated series which I enjoyed, but they put their own twist on it. Early on you see Bruce having what you think is a heart attack, like his animated counterpart, but Napier, the Napier clone does a vitals scan and realizes that he's not having a heart attack. He tells him that no bats, you're having a panic attack. So that's something that he's dealing with throughout the entire book, and of course it rears its ugly head multiple times at the worst possible moments, up and until the very last moment where the only thing he can do is he has to finally realize that he needs Batman he can't keep denying him he can't keep trying to shove him back in a box during the final fight he finds out that Harley has uh taken a cowl with her to give to him and he stares at it realizes it's time puts on the mask again and Batman the original Batman is back and yeah during this whole book This whole storyline, there was just a lot of twists and turns. Duke from the GTO eventually puts on a version of the Robin suit given to him by Barbara Gordon because she wants him to be helping Bruce while he's out there doing his thing. We have the Red Hood, who has his own Robin, like I said earlier. Ultimately, the family does come back together, which is good, and it's done. It's not done in a, well, we have to save the day, let's put our differences aside. Batman actually, in his own way, he has... He has the conversations that he should have had decades ago with these people, and that's what brings him back into the fold. They even bring in Terry, who he was fighting Batman because Powers convinced him that he had his father killed, but of course he figures out that's not the case. And actually, so to finally get rid of the Napier clone, Bruce transfers him to Terry's suit because Powers has been able to override the suit anytime he wants to and make him either, you know hurl a Batarang when he didn't want to, or just be extra aggressive when he's in a fight with somebody. He actually controls the, the suit most of the time when he's uh, chasing down Bruce at one point point, trying to kill him. Like I say, that's how they overcome powers control over the suit itself. That's how Bruce separates himself finally from Napier. They offload him onto Terry, and now that's... I'm interested to see if that's going to be Terry's problem going forward, if, you know, they're going to keep him with that. Because again, I liked... That way of bringing him back i thought it worked other things they incorporated from the animated series they pretty much turned derek powers into blight in the same fashion although instead of just terry fighting him alone him and bruce are there and that's kind of the only difference i didn't like this part they brought in ace the bat dog so bruce goes to the bat cave to get ultimately to get what in the cartoon was terry's batmobile he goes to get it and while he's down there somehow ace has found his way down there not that he calls him ace at that moment it's just a stray dog but you know he and of course he adopts he adopts ace and harley names him so i thought that was a little bit weird and rushed and they didn't necessarily need to do that like ace could have been harley's dog with the kids or just anything else i didn't like that one particular thing but it was cool to see an earlier version of the of the flying Batmobile because it's not this, quite as sleek as we remember it from the c- cartoons. But it was still cool to see. Naturally, Batman and the family win the day. Everybody again, everybody seems like they're going to be on a much better footing going forward with each other. But that's what they did in Curse of the White Knight. So I'm a little hesitant to see what's going forward because I just don't need any more fa- family drama. Like this is its own set aside universe. I'm okay with them being a more or less functioning family. You know, clearly they're still dysfunctional. They all dress up the way they dress up. Bruce is confronted by Agent Diana Prince. In the final page, it's revealed that they say there's somebody in Kansas who can do some pretty amazing things, and he's definitely not from around here. And we cut to Bruce looking at the tablet, and it's none other than a young Superman flying through the fields of Kansas. So that sets up, apparently, the next book in this story is going to be White Knight Presents World's Finest, So I'm very excited to see how we go from there because Bruce is now, he's outed, he's more or less retired, I can't really see them doing too much with him back in the suit, I mean he is not as old as he is in the animated cartoon, he's still older and you have gone through the trouble of introducing Terry and giving him the suit and even calling him Batman, so interested to see if now Terry is going to be moving forward and it's going to be classic heroes but with terry as the batman going forward for them we'll have to wait and see i don't even know when there's a release date planned for that yet but i will definitely be picking it up and reviewing it when the time comes now i want to know what you think please let me know down in the comments what you thought of this review have you read this story are you gonna read this story i'm gonna leave you with a word from our sponsor and then steve is gonna take us out of here please if you like this video please like comment and subscribe and if you'd like to keep in touch with us any further check us out on instagram reddit discord and any other social media platform all of our links are going to be down on the bottom most importantly this wouldn't be able to happen without you guys every video we do is sponsored by you check out the nerd foundation and become a member or go to nerdaffiliated.com and pick up some of our great merch carpe knock everybody see you around